We want to thank you again for joining us for One Times One. I'm Rob. And I'm Sue. And we're the Parkers. So today's episode five, and our non-sponsor sponsor is a beverage that we've enjoyed during COVID. It is La Croix. <laughs> La Croix. Give us a little French way to say it. Uh, La Croix. Okay. <laughs> okay, you said it better before. I don't know. That was rough. So La Croix. This is my drink. This is, I can't. I literally, I literally can't. can't. I literally can't. And you know what's funny about that? Someone at work this week who doesn't even know about this part said, you know, you say I literally can't a lot. I'm like, I know. A lot. A lot. A lot. It's good. Hey, so today's episode five and today's a big day. We've had a very interesting week. We are going to call this episode. Let's get ready to rumble. And so when you hear that, what do you think about? Fighting. Okay. So wrestling. <laughs> so we're going to talk about conflict today. Because during COVID, we have not had a lot of conflict. We've had an amazing run of really seeing eye to eye, being on the same page, really no issues. A couple little ones, but nothing big. I mean, we had a wedding. We had everything that we had to go through. We but, had uh, potential to have a ton of conflict. We had potential. But let's be honest, Sunday into Tuesday, it was a couple rough days. So why don't you share with us? I'm going to give you permission to share our conflict. So Sunday morning we went through a normal sunday morning had church i definitely am realizing the effects of covid on me is that safe to say correct um it's wearing on me i'm feeling very overwhelmed and stressed and i'm i'm kind of um you're on high alert high alert that is a great way of saying i'm on high alert all the time you never know when you're going to find out a new case and a new way a case presents that could just be something like a sneeze once and it's just it's stressing me out so after sunday morning i really was feeling the stress of just nothing happened in particular just kind of the stress of covid yep right And it was just a spiral out of control and it was a spiral out of control um i was definitely very and i use this word a lot punchy with rob on sunday um i was You know, and I honestly do feel like he spoke about forgiveness and that always is something that can kind of play in there. Um, So, and it went into Monday, but Monday we were fine, but there was still like a a heaviness that I felt, not you, I felt. And then Monday night, uh, there was another incident, um, something with one of our children, nothing significant that was a parental type thing. And I think that was when I hit my, you know how like you're pouring a drink and then it's to the top and you think, and then that's kind of what happened. Yes. And that went into Tuesday. Or a shaken LaCroix. A shaken LaCroix. A shaken LaCroix. Yeah. That when it popped, it popped. And in fairness, I didn't, I didn't do a good job of helping you walk through it. And I apologize for that. And part of it was my fault. And so really what we want to do is we really want to talk about how to have healthy conflict. And I may have thrown some of this in your face at one point. I may have said, remember we say, don't go to bed angry. Yes. I'm like, we're staying up till 3 a.m. to talk this through. Oh, that was a fun night. I don't know if I've recovered since. Anyway. So, yeah. So I I think one of the things that I just want to begin by pushing into is really talking about the whole idea of the, the damage and danger of unhealthy conflict. Because when we we're young and first married. Uh, we are two very passionate people. What's our saying? We love hard and we- Play hard. Fight hard. Fight hard. Oh. We, <laughs> we do play hard, hard though. We, we do play, play hard, hard, but we, we love, love hard. hard. We Yes. And we fight, fight hard. Fight hard, yes. And so in that, it, it's true. Like we, we really are very passionate for one another, but we fight, we fought hard. We used to fight hard. And in the very beginning of our relationship, really for the first two years, it was dangerous. It, it really brought us to a point of potentially no return. 
Um, I mean, we share this with our premarital couples that really year two, in both of our heads, we were trying to figure out ways to get out of this marriage, right? Mm. It's a reality. Yeah. If, I did, if, if we didn't have our faith and we didn't believe in the future of who we were, could have easily walked away and given up. Yep. And that was one of probably the saddest moments when I really was thinking about, how can I get out of this? And I seriously thought about getting out of this. And I know that you talked about that too, but we turned our fighting around and we fought for our marriage, not against one another. Mm -hmm. But I think it's very, very important for us to realize that in conflict, when you get to unhealthy points of conflict and you don't know how to really work through conflict, there is a point of no return in marriages mm. that people are like, I'm done. I'm just, and you literally just cut them off emotionally. They can't take it anymore. And there's probably some of you out there who that has happened to. And, and you know exactly what we're saying, that there's a point of no return. And so how do we be people of forgiveness, people of grace, people of mercy in the midst of conflict? So we had talked about in our first episode, a, a <clears throat> saying that we heard at a marriage conference when we went, when we went away to work on a relationship. Tell us what it is and kind of push into a little bit of, of the meaning of it. So they made you look at your spouse and um, you would say, you're not my enemy. Yep. You know, we would say to each other. And it was such a defining moment for us as a couple because once again, we are very passionate people. And I don't want to say we're competitive against each other, but we, we have that competitive nature. All of our children have that nature. At least three of the four have that nature where we like to win. Yep. We, we want to prove our point. And um, we both catch ourselves doing that. And I think that was really transforming for us because we were able to say, wait a minute here. You're not my enemy. We are on the same team. We're fighting the same battle and we need to walk together and fight it together. Yeah. You know, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I remember on that retreat, I, I really went there with you that you would get fixed. And I'll of never course, because I went there thinking you were going to get fixed. <laughs> and I remember we were driving your mom's little red uh, Jeep. And I remember getting in the car. And the whole weekend, I was I was waiting for you to apologize. I remember the first night, the guy's like, you're going to go back to your hotel room. And you're going to have the biggest fight you, you've ever had in your marriage. And I'm thinking, I'm on, a, I'm on a retreat. We're in a hotel room. I'm getting lucky, right? That's what I thought. That's I'm like, thought. I'm getting lucky tonight. We're a young couple. We're excited. Their babies are with grandma. Music's playing in the background. And war There was no music. <laughs> I know, but you got to come on. Yeah. You got to ham it up a okay. little bit. But it was really one of the worst fights we ever had. Mm -hmm. But I remember getting into the Jeep after the retreat. And I remember just like being totally humbled and saying like, this is my fault. I'm sorry. I, I've played a major role in our unhealthy conflict. And I, I just had to repent to you. And um, that was so transforming for me because you saw what I was... You saw my pain. Is yeah. that safe to say? You saw what I, where I was hurting in areas that maybe you said, hey, I can't change her. I can only change me. And that was, that was huge. Yeah, yep. And so what I want us to really do uh, today is talk about, you know, healthy conflict because every couple will have conflict. The real question is, will, will conflict be used for, for the good of the relationship or is it going to be destructive? Because I think the biggest problem is, is that people just don't want to have conflict, but we have to realize we are human beings. We are broken. We are flawed. We are cracked. Yep. We bring in past family stuff. We bring in past relationships. And now we're just trying to figure it out together. So 
Talk to us about the whole idea of really this idea of choosing to win the war, not every single little battle. So just a side note, when I was getting ready today, I was actually going to put on a Guns N' Roses t-shirt and whip it out and show you during it because I'm like, this is like so true. Guns N' Roses, right? Okay. So I think, um, you know, when you think about relationships, right, you have to look at the long term. You have to, right? It's not each little moment. Sure, moments make up the bigger picture, but it's the ultimate goal of where we see ourselves as a couple. And I think for me, you know, I know that there is no better person for me. There's no one more in this world I love or want to be with. And I had to let go of every day being wet at bliss and perfect like I wanted it to be or him respond the way I wanted him to respond because I knew that ultimately in the biggest picture that there could be that he was my perfect but that was a really transforming thing for me when we were going through this year of learning how to have conflict was it's the biggest the biggest picture here is us together forever right it's not it's not whether he um, bought me flowers that week or and that was a, a learned process I was young I was 21 years old I was you know looking for that as well and I'm not saying you don't do that you actually do that really well but there was frustrations and in for me one frustration builds on top of another frustration builds on top of another one yeah. And, and you know, it's how I said, like, we need to choose to win the war, not the battles. Mm-hmm. We, you usually hear that the opposite, right? Choose your battles to win the war. Like, you have to go into conflict saying, we are going to win for us. That's the goal. And yes, we choose our battles to win mm-hmm. the war. We don't go to win every single battle because there can be a battle every day. Yeah. For any couple. And you're on couple. the same team. Yeah. That's, you know, your, your, your goal is to be as a team to win that ultimate war. Yep. Right? Yep. And I think one of the things too is that we need to choose our ammo. Like we have to choose our ammo. We, we Guns and roses, guns like and I roses, said. Right? So we went for a walk today. It is a gorgeous Saturday. And we were just talking about this this whole podcast. And, and there was something else that I wanted to talk about. And you said, no, let's be transparent. Let's talk about our conflict this week. And and yeah, we're going to make it sound a whole lot more fluffy than it was. Yeah, it, it wasn't it was, pretty for it wasn't. 24 it was, hours. Sunday night was not pretty. It was very frustrating. And, and one of the things that I will say that we've learned to do well, when we were young, we used to say things to each other that we wouldn't say to our worst enemy. I mean, things that I've said to Sue, I haven't even said to my worst enemy. And vice and there's versa. a phrase for we remember we went to that marriage retreat and it was the death words. Yes, the death words. And there were death words that we said to one another, and we didn't use death words this this weekend, and we haven't said them in a long, long time. But mm-hmm. I do think what we have to do is we have to choose our ammo, because I think oftentimes we we and it's I think diff, it's different for men and women. For men, they just want to get in and out of the conflict, right? They want to hit the target every time in some ways to get it over with because men don't oftentimes think of conflict being as big as a woman will be. But women oftentimes, and, and we talked about this, mm-hmm. will take out their grenade. They pull the pin and they just throw it out there and everything explodes. And a guy can't handle that. Mm-hmm. He just can't emotionally connect with that. And so why would a woman throw a grenade more than just try to hit the target that's right in front of them? It's exactly what I was just talking about though with the whole, it builds on each other. You know, like for us, our conflict on Sunday was not really about each other, although it was, it was it was more just COVID stress, yes. right? It was a stress thing, but that was still 
weighing on me. Even though we had both apologized, we had both forgiven, I kind of didn't let it go. And it was like festering in me, clearly, because when Monday night, and Monday we were pretty good, but then Monday night happened, um, everything that you've ever done wrong in our relationship came out, I feel like. What? Inside, I didn't say it. I didn't say everything. I don't think I, did I say everything? No. Just now you did. No, no, but I mean, (laughs) but inside for me, like I was like, Yes. In my head, like, yep, he All did this. Yeah, he yeah. did this six weeks ago, the yep. same exact pattern. And he'll apologize, but he'll do it again. Yep. And it all just kept coming out. And I couldn't let it go. Yeah. I remember we were walking in Crestwood on Sunday, and all of a sudden, you got snippy with me. And I'm like, I ain't taking this. And I got snippy with you. And all of a sudden, you turned and you walked away. Yeah. I'm like, what just happened? Like, I'm not going what? on a walk. <laughs> And so it was then that instead of saying we're going home, we leaned into the conflict. Right. And I said, we're not going home, okay? We are gonna, we're gonna talk about this. And I think oftentimes what happens is, is in conflict, we allow really the enemy, and, and I will say this, there's an enemy that wants to destroy us. You have three enemies, and this is what the Bible talks about. The world, the culture around us that wants to see you and I fail, right? right? Divorce is the norm. It is so hard to find couples that that make it to the end, right? Our flesh, we have a desire that we want to be right and we want to win every single conflict we are in. But then there's an enemy called the devil. I really believe that there is an evil out there that has an identity called the devil that doesn't want to see God's most important aspect of our relationship make it to the end. Because God created you for me. And so there's an enemy. And so it is so easy to allow our relationship to blow up over the most stupidest little things. Usually is the case, Yeah. right? Usually it's the little things that, that really cause the problem, yeah. to be honest with you, for us at least. For I every mean, couple. Yeah. For every couple. I, I, I see, especially we've done a lot of you know marriage counseling together and even premarital, it's always the little things. The big things just don't happen. The big things come out after the buildup of a lot of little things. And it's very, very frustrating to to see that happen to others and how that's happened to us. And I think what's interesting is my frustration on Sunday night, and this is true, it wasn't really how you handled it because in your eyes, you handled it well. The, not perfect, no, not at all. But you think, but, you, you thought you did, I did, yeah. but you knew that I didn't think so, right? Isn't that significant? Yep. And I think that that was what, so in my head I was frustrated cause like he knows that I would have wanted him to handle this differently, but he didn't do it, right? Yep. So like I yep. had this underlying, like he knew, but he still chose not to, right? Is yep. that what kind of you think was the- it's Very, very fair. And, and I think one of the things is that we have to choose our ammo. Mm-hmm. You no, know, yes, we have to choose that we're gonna win the war for one another, that means that we have to look at every single battle and say, how are we gonna step into this, okay? There has to be a game plan. Yep. You have to go into this saying, you're not my enemy and I'm not going to go out and destroy you to win. Because I think a very big takeaway that couples need to hear is that there's no winner in conflict. There's None. no winner in, in any form of conflict. And we really do want to win because we wanna build our case for ourselves. because there will be conflict again, and I wanna know that I won last time, so the next time I have a little bit of a leg up on you. And you know, when you, this weekend when you were like, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, 
But after I almost had to make you see my point of view, it didn't feel good. Like, you know what I mean? It didn't feel good for me to say, see, yes. like I yep. was right. You you did do this wrong. It Like I didn't win. Yeah. By no means did I win because I kind of bullied you into seeing what I was seeing. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's hard for us is that like we joke around all the time. We love hard and we fight hard. And at first it was really cute, but then it became very destructive. Mm. But then it became a platform to be the foundation of how we deal with conflict. Yep. And I think that's what's so important that I've really appreciated about our relationship is that we didn't try to change one another. We allowed circumstances to reshape who we are together and how we handle conflict. And I really look at every time we get into a fight that like I have the words in my heart that can either bring you to life or try to put you to death. Mm. And that's very, very dangerous. And we both do. I mean, I knew exactly what would upset you during our conflict on Monday. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I think that's true. safe to yep. say. I knew yeah. what would be your trigger, yeah. right? Because when we talked to, for the last four weeks talking about all that we've talked about, getting to know each other, you know, that the honesty, you know each other so well that you also know where it hurts the most. Yeah. And that's, that's a danger. It is. It's a dangerous place to be at because you could really, I could really do a number on you because of that. And vice versa. Yeah. And, and I think what's been hard is we've had so much fun doing this. Like we've had so much fun doing this podcast. We've had such good, you know, feedback. People are excited. I've heard a lot of good stuff that, that people are getting excited about their marriages. And so oftentimes what happens is, is you're only as good as your past conflict. You're only as good as your past conflict because you can have a major fight, a major blow up, and then go through like six months of having an amazing marriage. And then all of a sudden you have an, a, another big blow up. And then you're thinking like, we haven't changed. We haven't grown. Nothing's, nothing's different. We are the same dumb, immature people that we were back then. And you all of a sudden the anger comes up and you start mm. saying that person hasn't changed at all, which is the biggest lie. But in that moment, it feels like the biggest truth. Yes. Yeah, it's the biggest lie, but it, it's, it, it, it feels like the biggest truth. And so I really believe for us is the one thing that we've had to learn is that we've had to really learn to process conflict in a very healthy way. Yep. And I think that what we have learned the most, right, is our conflict, although there's probably some real truth to some of the issues that we, we go through, Right. I mean, there's there's truth. There was there was hurt this week on both of our sides, but we need to now take that and use it to grow for the next time. Yeah. You know, and that's like I think what we had learned this week was, you know, that when I let's just say I was in some kind of stress fight or flight kind of thing you knew that I was going to be extra sensitive. Yeah. And I know that you would get defensive because you already said, she's just going to start picking on everything I do wrong. Yeah. Right? Yep. So now that we are both able to identify that, we know the next time, it's almost like you have to like, okay, this is what I'm doing. So I think self-reflection is really important too because you have to be able to identify where the the problem is within you too. Yep. Yeah, and, and I think one of the things that, that people have to realize is like, there is conflict in every single relationship. Every, I mean, every, every relationship, relationship, parent to child. Every relationship. You know, friendships. Yeah. How, how many 
premarital couples have we have we done counseling with or mentoring with? Tons. Oh, tons, tons. We had one couple that never got in a fight. And we were always stumped, like, are they going to ever fight? They had their conflict when they got married. I know because they're, they are our friends and we talked to them. Yep. And it was very interesting. I'm like, wow, they had their first conflict. It happens. And one of the things that we have to learn to do is embrace healthy conflict. Because we are human. We are broken. We are, we are filled with just frailties and faults. And what we do is in conflict, we, we shape one another. I mean, right now it's, it's the basketball tournament, right? We always think like we just want to win, win, win. We learn most when we lose. Mm -hmm. We learn most when we fail. And so this is such a great opportunity for a podcast like this is saying, hey, we are who we are because we have failed multiple times, but it's been shaping how we handle conflict and even how we handle this week. And I do think the one thing that I do appreciate about this past weekend's conflict is this. We didn't let it change the course of the week. Yes, something popped up Sunday and we dealt with it. Something popped up Monday, which is normal with conflict. Usually when something comes, it's like a one-two punch. Mm -hmm. But by Tuesday, we were back on rhythm for being in our normalcy of really just being Robin Sue. And that has come a long way. That's not who we used to be, but it is who we are now. And so we know that conflict shapes the relationship and that we can't avoid that conflict is is never going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, and, and conflict is so, you know, like you would love to live with no conflict, right? Yeah. But I mean, what are we teaching our children by not showing them that marriages have conflict? Like I want them to know that they will have conflict someday and it's okay and they can work through it. You know, you really want them to be able to learn that. Yep. You know? So so let me get a little more transparent, and then we're going to wrap this up in about uh, two minutes. I love how on Sunday we went to our room to discuss the events. <laughs> that's that's of the a day. real big growth. We now we We've, retreat. Yes, to we have retreat. discussions. That's been a real big growth for us because in Huge. the beginning it wasn't. It was just like you know, sun's out, guns out. Here we go, right in the open, boom. But we've really said let's let's bring it into into the room, and we had and. And Luke goes, so what were you guys uh, talking no, 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 about no. last night? But he was in his room on the other side of the house. But Mr. Eagle Ears knows yes. everything. We were screaming at each other. No, we were just passionately talking. And well, he was, in the next morning, he's like, what was going on last night? Yeah. Yeah. It was so funny. But three days later, and this is a huge testament, huge testament. He went from like, what were you guys discussing last night? To, to on Thursday, he goes, I would love to have your marriage. I would love to have your marriage. And he's like, and my friends feel that way too. And I'm thinking like, like score. Sunday and Monday wasn't really the most fun part of marriage, but they're learning to see that like conflict is part of love. It's mm -hmm. part of relationship. And actually that child of ours does not like conflict. Oh, he hates it. He, he has anxiety. He has anxiety. He has anxiety and anxiety that brings and out a lot of anxiety for him when, yeah. when mom and dad are having conflict. So it's interesting that he could see now the growth. Like yeah. he saw it. Yep. High five. High five. And you know, you know what the best part of conflict is? And you're going to kill me for saying this. Oh, boy. Is makeup sex. It's awesome. Thank you. And this is what I love about you. Like, you're like, listen, we need to be together. Well, why are you saying I don't know. That? Right? It's beautiful. It's awesome because, like, you're going to have to make episode five, like, R rated. Six. Like, <laughs> but intimacy after conflict. And this was all you. This was all you, sexy mama. This was all oh you. Gosh. You would always be like, hey, we need to be intimate after we fight. 
That way, the enemy has no ground to sneak into our hearts. And I think that's something that I need you to talk about right now. Talk about intimacy after conflict. Well, and this goes back to the, the, this is so, this was not planned by any means. That was not planned. None of this. But it goes back to the honesty conversation last week that we had, right? So honesty is so important because that's another barrier that can happen, you know? And um, I actually learned this from somebody who was in a really bad marriage and they um, went to account a professional marriage counselor and the marriage counselor said, even when you don't want to, you have to have intimacy. You need to do this because it is the one thing that the two of you share together that will break down the walls. It will, you know, chisel them away kind of thing. And um, that was always has stuck in my head. This, we learned this like year two of marriage. I'm pretty sure that this was, I, someone told me this and I was like, wow, that's a really good thing to think about because it's the one thing that we can share together. Yeah. And honestly, there was times that I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to be intimate with you. Right. I don't want to. And you're like, no, you're going to be. It was like, you fought me to be intimate with you. I'm like, we just had a fight. Now we're having a fight about. Intimacy. Oh, well, you win some, you lose some. Right. <laughs> but, but I really appreciated that about you because you're like, hey, this is this is the only thing that we have together. No one else can touch this in our, in our relationship. And I really say And that, once that happens, once that yes. starts building the gap, and, there's no return. And one thing that you are amazing at teaching young wives is like you can't use sex as, as a, a weapon. weapon. Yep. You can't. You can't use sex as a weapon. Sex unites, right? You can't use it to keep one another apart. And I really appreciate that about you. And I needed that in my in my life. Someone who was going to I don't want to use the word force. Intimacy, yeah, seriously. This is going really, to like a whole nother level today. <laughs> but it's important that when you have conflict. I literally can't. That you, that intimacy is the rebound to the rumble. Intimacy is the rebound to the rumble. Yeah, that's a, that's really a good, good we should, a, yeah, we should on, like, yeah, we should like oh, uh, hashtag no, that. Hashtag that. Hashtag intimacy is the rebound to the rumble. So let's walk through some points. One, you're not my enemy. Two, what's another one? Um, don't throw grenades. Don't throw grenades. Don't throw choose grenades. Choose your ammo. Yep, choose, choose your, your ammo. ammo right? Mm-hmm. Okay. One, mm-hmm. you're not my enemy. Two, choose your ammo. And if you try to win, you've already lost. Yes. That is a big yes, one. Yes, right? And, and I really think the last one is this. Recognize that conflict is part of every relationship. Mm-hmm. Being a middle child, I hated conflict. But I've realized that conflict is part of every relationship. Mm-hmm. And I had to embrace that. And that was tough. And you actually me. really in, I don't I, enjoy it. No, you're good at conflict. Okay. I don't you're good, you it. don't enjoy it. You're good at it though. You're very good at dealing with conflict. Yeah. So good. So I love you. We're gonna have a good week. It's Easter week. It's us two. And I really hope and we really hope that this is an opportunity for you to evaluate your relationship so that you're relationship will only grow to the healthiest place. So let's get ready to rumble. Remember your takeaways. And remember this, that we have your back. We are cheering you on. We are praying for you. So I'm Rob. I'm Sue. And we're the Parkers. Have a great week, everyone. Happy Easter. 